0: This morning's reading comes from St Luke's Gospel, chapter one, verses 26 to 38, which can be found on page 1588 of the Church Bibles. The birth of Jesus foretold. In the sixth month, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a town in Galilee, Do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favor with God. You will be with child and give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus. He will be great, and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever. His kingdom will never end. is in her sixth month, for nothing is impossible with God. I am the Lord's servant, Mary answered. May it be to me as you have said. Then the angel left her. This is the word of the Lord.
1: I think one exceptional thing that Mike asked me was to make sure that this sermon was short. (laughs) We'll see if I uh, honoured that commitment. Um, So, are you ready? Are you ready? Advent Sunday already. It seems to come closer every year. I mean, it's still November, and uh, we're on Advent Sunday. But how well prepared are you? I mean... How many people have done all their Christmas shopping? No, one, one. Oh, that's very good. <laughs> yeah. And have you wrapped them all? No, no. And uh, what about uh, anybody got decorations up yet? I've I've seen some houses with lights on already, which seems a bit strange. Um, anybody started on their chocolates in the Advent calendar? No. Oh, what a have you got your sprouts on yet, that's the important thing, so Advent officially starts here when we, when we lit that candle, so we've got to be prepared, as mentioned last week, we, we paused our mammoth series on uh, new, new life, new Bible, uh, whole life, whole Bible, I got it wrong, we've only been doing it for 25 weeks, or something. but yeah, We've paused on that so that we can concentrate on Christmas. Uh, and we've managed to accomplish getting all the way through the Old Testament. So in the New Year, you've to look forward to another 25 weeks <laughs> in the New Testament. So thank you, Mo, for reading that. And that reading, as Barbara was mentioning last week, There's all these prophecies about Jesus in the Bible, and this passage has got many echoes of what was in the Old Testament. Um, So I wonder how Mary, how prepared she was for entertaining an angel. Now, I've got 100% trust in the way God makes his judgments. And so when he picked Mary, I knew... He was picking well there. She would have had the right qualities. In fact, the process of picking Mary had been laid down for hundreds of years beforehand, if you look at some of the prophecies in the Old Testament. The Bible clearly says that the, the Messiah would be of a royal line, the royal line of David. And I don't know if you've had a careful look at the scriptures. But there are two uh, accounts of the, the, uh, uh, the ancestry of, of Jesus. In the, one of them is in the, the end of the third chapter of Luke, and the other one is in the beginning of the chapter of Matthew. And if you look very carefully, you'll see that they're different. So I could only conclude, and I I assume that you would be the same, that the reason there are two different lines that are in the Bible is one is Mary's line and the other one is Joseph's line. And if you look very carefully, you'll notice that both of them though, are descended from King David. So one of them is the bloodline through Mary and the other is the foster father line through Joseph. There's all sorts of things. I know people often, when they try and read the whole Bible, they get to numbers and find it just too much. But I think that with persistence, if you look at these passages, there's all sorts of gems that are lurking in those passages. And uh, there's an awful lot. If you look carefully through those chapters of uh, Luke chapter 3 and Matthew chapter 1, there's things. But... I've been told on no uncertain terms not to to go over my time today, so I'll leave it to you to uncover some of the really interesting things that, that are in there. So I say that God chose Mary, and he knew exactly who he was picking. Now, scholars tend to suggest that she was only a teenager at the time, but I don't know whether or not she knew all the implications of the prophecies of the Messiah. I mean, she was, uh, she was possibly expecting a Messiah, but I wonder how often we expect the second advent. How ready are you for that? I know that uh, quite a lot of people probably stop and think that the world's going to end in such a terrible way but I think we've got hope that the second advent will be a really inspiring event whereby creation will be restored to what it should have been in the first place. It's almost like a holy control-alt-delete on civilization where we're restored to the former glory of what God intended. So I wonder how often you stop and pause about that. And maybe the home groups can, can look into that. But I think Mary's true characteristics are seen in this passage. You can see how humble she was. Uh, that she was, uh, she, when she heard what the angel said, it was her, his words that, that challenged her. She was a humble person. And to be said, that she was exalted amongst people betrayed her true characteristics. It doesn't say that she was um, fearful of his appearance or anything like that. I don't know. It, the Bible doesn't tell you how he appeared, whether he knocked on the door or just appeared or whatever. But she must have known he was the angel. And it was no less than the angel Gabriel who made his fourth and final appearance in the Bible. And every time, he, you, if you look in the passages in Daniel and in Luke, they all are about bringing good news and what excellent good news the angel Gabriel was bringing. But uh, God's not boring either. I mean, he did so many different ways in which he talked through to people. With, for Mary, he sent Gabriel. For Joseph, he sent an angel in his dreams. To the shepherds, he sent a whole army of angels who couldn't contain themselves with their expression of joy and worship. And there are many other instances in the Bible, and I think I've got that on the home group questions as well, to consider how God speaks to people today. For the Magi, for instance, he, uh, he sent a star, and they also were very good readers of the Bible and were expecting the Messiah to come, even though they weren't Jewish people uh, anyway. So so Mary's message was probably not what she was expecting, that she was expecting. So she clearly was knowledgeable about um, the way things work, because she, she questioned the angel, how might that be? And you might reflect on the fact that Luke was a doctor and reading his gospel, you can see that he probably had communication with Mary and would have got the information firsthand and then relayed it onto you and me. So she needed a lot of faith because she needed the faith that Joseph would stand by her. In those times, uh, a Jewish betrothal was quite a formal process, and to break off a betrothal meant a proper formal divorce process. So it was quite, quite a severe thing in their society. And in fact, the, uh, the penalty for in Jewish law would have been stoning if they found that uh, she had conceived outside of, of wedlock. Uh, at the time, though, that they were under Roman occupation, the Romans probably wouldn't have done that, but she would have had to face the consequences of being ostracised from a family, and in those days, there, isn't, there wasn't very much in the way of social services and that it would have been a, a real difficult time for her. So... Mary's acceptance of God's commission is in a stark contrast to what Eve had done, in that Eve had disobeyed the words of God, whereas Mary had accepted that. And through her, we are all blessed that uh, the reversal of what had happened in the Garden of Eden. So I don't know how we might possibly pass on Opportunities that God presents to us. I heard uh, one interesting uh, Christmas time missed opportunity. Apparently, in California, in uh, a family in a very fashionable community of Hillsborough, set out to sing some carols in their neighbourhood, and they went to the first house and didn't get a very good response. The lady that answered the door said, look, fella, I'm too busy. The plumbing is on the blink. I can't get anyone to fix it. And I've got a whole load of people coming for dinner. If you really feel like singing, come back later. Yes, ma'am. And respectfully, the singing troupe, led by Bing Crosby, moved on. So this passage, I think, can't be just left with Mary. I think we've got some marvellous expressions of who Jesus was in that. And if, uh, if Sue puts up number, verse 32, uh, is that the one? He will be great. Now that is an understatement if ever there was one. He will be great. He'll be called Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David. He was royal, and that was, that was put down in the Bible like 400 years previously. Next verse, he will reign over Jacob's descendants. And that's an interesting fact, because Jacob's other name is Israel, and the Israel and Judah were divided kingdom. He would be king of a united kingdom kingdom and his kingdom will never end and that's why we're here today so next verse now have we got verse 35 it will be called the son of God and what is it in 35 that he is called the most the holy one Where? Well, I can't see that. So the holy one, yeah. And I I think that the should be, in capital letters, the holy one. So finally, (laughs) what exceptional thing has God asked of you? What is your ministry? What is your commission? What is your role? How ready are you for that commissioning? Not all of us will be called to go to Africa, for instance, and do marvellous work out there. But we might be called to prayerfully support it, or financially support it, or maybe in other directions too. So if you've already been given a God-given role, and you're doing that actively in obedience, then well done, Good and faithful servant you will be put in charge of many things if you know what God wants of you and you're not doing it then I'll leave it to you to figure out what you do next but if you don't know what God wants to do with you then I suggest that you don't become a bus stop Christian and hang around waiting for an angel What you can do is you can pray. You can pray with others. We have a prayer ministry team here after the service. You can pray with them. But maybe even within our Bible study groups, we can take on this ministry of discernment and nurturing people through their roles. But please don't put it off. Have a go this week, even if it's only to pray for discernment and strength to follow that ministry through so i hope when your proposition by god we would all say i am your servant may your word to me be fulfilled let us pray dear lord we know you love us and have planned for plans for every one of us We pray that you would help us refresh our commitment to serve you. Help us to discern your will for us this week and give us the strength to follow it through. Amen.